0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد وسارعوا إلى مغفرة من ربكم وجنة عرضها السماوات والأرض أعدت للمتقين what I want to speak about today is something which has a massive impact if it is not taken care of. And what this is, is this idea that some people have of not being able or thinking that it's actually below them to be able to apologize even if they know they've done a wrong. So basically, the, the way it goes is a person thinks to themselves, come on, why should I be sorry? It wasn't a big deal anyway. They trivialize matters. They think that it's, there's no real need for being sorry. There's no need for apologizing. I can't say sorry, they say. My fault wasn't as big. They think it's not worth saying sorry to. He or she must apologize first. It's so embarrassing to be apologetic. Person feels very apologet- uh, very embarrassed uh, that um, they have to apologize. What I've actually noticed after dealing with a number of different people in different capacities, whether that be as a colleague, whether that be as a principal, whether that be as a friend, um, whether that be in terms of counseling, listening to husband and wife uh, stories of uh, conflict, and, and, and so on. One of the biggest problems in breakdown of relationship is the fact that a person cannot say sorry. The reason for this is very simple. It's, it's very s- simple because nobody is perfect. We all make mistakes. And we've noticed before nobody nobody's perfect, everybody makes mistakes a person should take out their mind that they're looking for a perfect person. Once you've recognized that human beings make mistakes, you will get over a massive hurdle. And we have to, we have to then include ourselves in that as well, that we also make mistakes. Once we have recognized that we all make mistakes, we have to then understand that it harms others, it hurts others, and sometimes people are more sensitive than us. Some, something that we may not think is very very hurtful, or very harmful, or very serious, or uh, something very uh, um, uh, sensitive, others may consider that to be sensitive. So always look at the other, and there is absolutely no problem in apologizing. So, a person generally feels that they need not to apologise. In fact, we have actually seen people who are very religious in every other sense. They're very practising, they seem, in, in, or, you know, in many other aspects. Like they're making their salah, they're dressing well, they're doing this, they're doing that. They're involved in da'wah work, they're involved in teaching, whatever they may be. But they, this is a psychological complex they have. They cannot say sorry and it's a massive problem because what that does is going back to the point that everybody makes mistakes we've made a mistake now let's just own up to it rather than own up to it they don't they keep saying that oh it's going to be below me they just don't have the ability some people just do not have the ability to say sorry it's just like the person who when there's a fundraiser there's a good cause they're not able to spend there's something uh, that needs to be done, they have just no ability to get up and go and help. There's a person who's just very laid back, they just don't have the oomph in them. It's literally that kind of a, a weakness. That's what I've noticed. Because I've seen some really decent people in every other sense, in many other sense very decent, but they just have a hard time in apologizing. Even if they're told that you know an apology will sort this out, they find it very difficult. It's a psychological barrier that they have in their mind that if I apologize, something's gonna happen to me they just can't apologize in fact i've seen cases when people are wrong they know they're wrong but they're still not willing to apologize and because of that it causes a massive problem something that could have been just dealt with simply by just saying sorry you know in a decent in a sincere way it just becomes a massive mountain for example let's just take a simple example there was a a car swerved in front of you or you swerved whether uh, you know by mistake or you were trying to avoid something in the road the other person doesn't know so he beeps at you right? and you know and then after that you get angry and you start beeping at them now the other way to do it is is just kind of put your hand up or put your blinkers on right to just show you're sorry and that's it it's ended it's finished but if you don't then you put your hand up as well you stick a finger out to them and they stick a finger out and it just carries on roll the windows down then they get out people are killed over these kind of things road rage now that's an example on the streets another simple example another simple example is that uh, at home this is where the biggest conflicts take place in marriages because uh, one member is not willing to say sorry to the other even though they are in clear wrong they're in clear clear error they're not willing to say uh, say sorry to the other person it happens over and over and over again but then they become defensive so if something happens I mean one of the examples I remember uh, when somebody telling me that a husband comes home really really uh, tired from work and uh, he, he, uh, his, his, he asks for a cup of uh, tea or whatever the case is. his wife brings it to him and it slips out of his hand it slips out of his hand now there's many ways that this can go he starts saying, oh you didn't wash this cup properly, it had a bit of oil on there and that's why it caused it to slip. You didn't, don't wash the dishes properly. right? Or it could be the other way around that the wife starts and says, oh man how clumsy you are, you don't, you don't, uh, you know, you don't even know how to hold a cup. So th- this is, let's just imagine that this statement was made from either side. Now how does the other side respond to this? Right? Now generally there's going to be a response there has to be an apology for this to stop. So for example, uh, if, if uh, the person does say something about said, say, look, I'm really sorry I shouldn't have said that. End of story, end of story. However, if they keep going on about it, and it just becomes a massive argument, somebody done something wrong, they didn't buy the thing that they were supposed to buy, they didn't, do, uh, they didn't cook the food on time, they did this, that or the other, they made a mistake, they, whatever the mistake is in marriage, Just apologise. Once you've apologised, it's done. It's a done deal. If a person doesn't apologise, then what's going to happen is that when when a person does something wrong, it creates acrimony in the heart. Shaitan is always there to try to uh, make these things, make these matters worse. So Shaitan is always there to make these matters worse. So when something wrong happens from one side, Shaitan is there to try to aggravate the matter. Now what we need to do is if we've realized that we've done wrong or it's harmed and hurt the other person then just say sorry. As I said, this psychological barrier is very difficult to overcome but once you overcome it then it is so much easier because you will become such a more likable person. Saying sorry and apologizing doesn't put a person down. This is what people think that this means that I'm going to be the lower person. I'm always having to say sorry. Now look, there are certain special cases where Uh, a person dominates the other and always makes them say sorry. But we're not even talking about those kind of specific circumstances. What we're speaking about is a case when a person has genuinely done something wrong and they're still not willing to apologize. Apology is just not on their tongue. Saying sorry is not in their vocabulary. And there are people like that, they just cannot say sorry. It's a massive problem. Once we learn how to say sorry, and the only way you can learn to say sorry is by understanding that you've got a problem that I cannot say sorry. When you've recognized that, then one day you will say sorry and then you will see that actually, oh, the reaction was much better than I thought. This is actually worth it. You actually get more out of it. It's actually better to say sorry than not to say sorry. Because at the end of the day, it's let's just talk about a husband and wife scenario. It's if you say sorry, then it just makes the matter more easy because you have to live with this person. What's the point of winning an argument, winning a debate, keeping on your staying on your high horse and then after that spoiling a long term relationship in which others like children are involved as well, then rather than just saying sorry and and mashallah improving it. So a lot of the time these people who have a problem with saying sorry, even if they do say sorry, because they've got this psychological barrier, their sorry is never sincere. So they'll kind of mutter, like, sorry, under their breath. Or they might say something like, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry, but it wasn't my fault. I'm sorry, but you know, I don't know why you're so sensitive. So they always add something to it, because it's like they're thinking that if they say sorry, they will have to come off from their high horse. That's what the problem is. So even if they do manage to say sorry, it's always negated straight afterwards. They cancel it out straight afterwards by making an excuse. That is not a sincere sorry. A sorry is there to heal the other person's heart. Remember that. If you you take sorry as being something that will heal the other person's heart, then you'll understand the way that the sorry is said is also very, very important. So number one, they say that basically if you're giving an apology, there needs to be at least three things you must do. Number one, say sorry. right. In however you say that, uh, in a positive way. Number two, accept your mistake and fault. Now look, you know, I, I I understand. I've got some problems there. Right? I understand. I shouldn't have done that. In that's it. It's done. It clears the air, right? Number three. If a, uh, the third thing is very important because if you have to if you've gotten yourself used to saying sorry all the time. Hey, sorry, 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 in everything. Right, That's another extreme, but you're not trying to rectify your problem. You're constantly doing the same thing and you think sorry is going to work. So sorry becomes very easy for you to say, it doesn't mean anything anymore because really the true sorry and apology is that you also learn to discontinue the problem or at least try to improve the the, the issue. So number one, to say sorry, to accept uh, your mistake. And or fault, or whatever or, de- or whatever the issue is. And number three is to try to understand, uh, try to rectify oneself, try to understand why am I having this problem, try to rectify oneself, and to try to fulfill the loss uh, that, that has occurred. This is just like Toba, a tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is basically an apology to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's exactly the same thing. You must say, I did wrong, I apologize, I do is tigfara, I ask you for forgiveness, and I won't do it again. That last part, I will never do it again, that at least to feel that way is important for toba. Uh, to, to feel regret over it. an uh, taubatun. Uh, that's what the hadith mentions that nadamat which means to be remorseful is also a tawbah. So if you look at the same thing when it comes to apologizing to somebody else the whole idea is not just to say sorry but is to mend the person's heart and try to not upset them again. That's the whole point. So that's why one has to really reflect on the best way to uh, deal with the issue afterwards and to remove the problem that caused it in the first place. Uh, in the verse that I mentioned in the beginning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying al الْغَيْذِ These are the people who have maghfira from their Lord. Those who spend yunfiqoon, Those who spend in the path of Allah both secretly, both uh, um, uh, openly and they, have, they are able to control their anger. So anger is what causes a person not to apologize. Although I believe that it's a level beyond anger. They, these people are not angry all the time, they just have a psychological barrier that they can't get over. And they have to learn how to overcome that barrier by saying sorry and then to realize that it's not going to put them down, but it's actually going to win them a lot of points. That's why there's a very interesting saying which goes like this. It says, the the first to apologize is the bravest. There's actually bravery in that. These people who cannot say sorry, they're actually cowards because they don't understand that they have an issue and they think that they're going to lose something by saying sorry. So if they actually say sorry, that means they've actually acted as an act of bravery. They've taken the first step. That's why it also mentions the first to apologize is the bravest, the first to forgive is the strongest, and the first to forget is the happiest. Because the person who keeps it inside, the, the one who keeps it inside is going to be sad all the time. But a person who forgets first, they're going to be satisfied. That's why there's a hadith of Rasulullah says, The one who starts the salaam is the one who is free of arrogance. So imagine that two people either meet together and one is waiting for the other one to make salaam for them. This is kind of an extreme situation where they feel that the other one should greet me first because I'm bigger than them i'm higher than them i'm mightier than them i'm p- more powerful than them so the first one to give salam generally is the one who doesn't have the Kibar because they're making the salam likewise in a case of conflict where a person has uh, had some conflict with somebody there's some rancor in the heart there's some distance then the p- first one person to try to come and reconcile and say assalamu alaikum because salam really helps to uh, create uh, bonding and remove any kind of uh, bad air so the person who says "salam" is supposed to be the one who is free of Kibr. The second, uh, another thing that a person must do is push aside their ego to remove the pride or the sense of pride that you have and to understand that the stronger person, the more noble person is the one who is actually able to say sorry and to apologize. This shows that you value your relationship. This tells you that if you say sorry in a half-hearted way, then it means that you don't have value for the relationship. If you value the relationship as being more than anything else, right? Then say sorry. Now, if you think that oh, it's um, I, I don't need to say sorry, and this is a this is an issue, or whatever the case is, then what you're doing is you are jeopardizing. You're just creating greater acrimony and greater problem by saying sorry. It it helps a lot. If you can't say sorry for the person, then say sorry for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's another very important point. If you can't say sorry for them because of whatever the case is, say sorry for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will be given a greater reward in Jannah. If you manage to Diffuse the situation because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person who reconciles between two other people. So can you imagine the reward of the person who uh, starts to make reconciliation between them and somebody else? If the reward is so great for reconciling between two other people, then how much reward is there for reconciling between you and that person by being the first one to apologize and to say sorry? Number three, be quick to apologize. Don't wait too long. Be as quick as possible to apologize. That's why, uh, because the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith of Bukhari that it is not permissible for a person to desert another, uh, to desert his brother. Which basically means for one Muslim to desert another Muslim beyond three nights. The one turning away and the other, the, uh, when they meet the one turns away and the other one turns away. It says the better of the two is the one who is the first to greet the other. Now remember this is actually to do with uh, individuals who are not your kin. When it comes to kin you're not even allowed to break up with them. So sorry should be said immediately. If you have an issue with your parents, you have an issue with your children, you have an issue with your brothers and sisters, uncles, aunts, anybody brother anybody else who's uh, so kin of you, uh, kin to you, then you cannot uh, even go up to 3 days. 3 days is for any other person that you shouldn't go beyond that. Likewise, with husband and wife, they should try to make up as soon as possible. Number four, admit your shortcomings and take responsibility. So for example, if I sit down to eat, there's less salt in the, in, in the food, and I go and I get a tantrum about it because I've had a bad day or whatever the case is, sometimes it happens, and I make a big deal out of it. Now, I've realized that I'm the one who started this off. Because at the end of the day, nobody puts less salt or more salt into something on purpose, I'm assuming. You know, most people, they do this out of mistake, carelessness, or you know, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, it's not on purpose. So once I've calmed down from my anger, right, I must say sh- sorry. And I say, look, I'm really sorry for starting this off and saying this in the first place. Then you will generally see that the person will say, Okay, I'll be more careful. But at the end of the day, what we have to realize is that the less salt in the food was an act of carelessness, an act of forgetfulness, right? Which can be forgiven. But what I did was basically I started something off. I could have said it in a different way. So the aggression has come from my side. So why don't I just say sorry? And generally, if I'm going to say sorry, then from the other side it's going to be, oh okay, you know, yes, i forgot forgotten, I should have done this, I should have done that. But if I keep going on about it, it's just going to cause a massive problem. Everybody then loses, the children lose, and everybody else loses in that regard. Number four, uh, which was admit your uh, shortcoming, take responsibility. Don't sound insincere or cold when you do that. Have it be genuine. Don't like just mutter that I apologize, or uh, sorry, or you know, like sorry. Like, you know, like here you go, sorry, you know, like type, type of thing. Make it genuine, make it sincere, make it mean something like, I am really sorry. Take the name of the person, say a loving word if it's, you know, if it's husband and wife. That sounds so much better. Number five, if it's an issue that needs to be clarified, then you need to discuss it. Right at the moment of anger, it's very difficult to discuss something because people are just very angry. But once you've said sorry and diffuse the situation, then afterwards go and try to clarify the situation. Because one is that you've done something wrong and you say sorry, but the person thinks that you're not trying to rectify or you did it on purpose. Now, they may not be willing to accept your excuse then. Sorry may help, but it may not be willing to accept your excuse. So then they may still think you did it on purpose. So later, then go and try to explain and to clarify the look, I didn't on purpose this was the reason try to basically restore the trust and confidence in you that's very important restoring confidence and trust is very important number six show that you care so try to do something try to do something to show that you will make amends that's what's very important again going back to the fact that if a person is Learns how to say sorry, and then uses that for their sloppiness, uses that for their laziness, uses that for being, uh, you you know, for 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 not wanting to do something. And they said, "Oh, sorry, I'll do it." "I'm sorry, I'll do it," but they never do it. That's also another extreme in this regard. So learn a lesson. Number seven, learn a lesson uh, from the incident. So try to rectify and try to understand. For example, let's just say that somebody did something strange and uh, the, the, the wife or the husband, they did something weird and the husband says, look don't do that, like don't pick your nose in public for example or don't uh, talk too loudly or don't mention uh, my secret affairs or our household personal affairs to others and the person did, right? So then the wife says to the husband, why did you do that? Or the husband says to the wife, it was the wife would do that, why did you do that for? Oh, everybody does that. So? Everybody does something wrong, does that mean you have to also do wrong? Don't you want to be on a a more honourable position? Don't you want to be a better person? Why should you follow everybody in wrong? So these are some of the general responses. Oh, everybody does it, right? My friends all do it. So what? Why should you follow your friends in evil? You should follow your friends in goodness if they've got any goodness. Otherwise, you show them what the better way is. Oh, I didn't think it was too bad. That's another excuse that people generally give. I didn't think it was too bad. Well, the other person clearly found it bad. Why are you so sensitive for about these things? That's another response. Why are you so sensitive about these things? Well, they are. They're sensitive about these things. Why don't you look at it objectively? Is it bad what you're doing or not? Forget whether they're sensitive or not. Is what you're doing bad or not? Right. That's the main thing that you have to to be concerned about. Is it bad or not? Um, Another one is, well, that's how I am. That's how I am. Well, I know that's how you are. That's why you're doing it. But should you be like that? Akhlaq can be improved. That's why the Prophet told us to improve character. So all of these excuses, everybody does it. Why are you so sensitive? It's not a big deal, is another one, right? Um, That's how I am. Take it or leave it. That kind of attitude. All of this is extremely, extremely harmful. That's why Allah subhanahu wa taala, uh, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi sallam said, "Fear Allah wherever you are. Follow up an evil deed with a good one; it will efface it." So we're always told, if you do something wrong, don't persist in your wrong, but do something good so that it will efface it, and behave good-naturedly with good nature to others. Wa khariqin nas bi khuluqin hasan, as is the hadith related by Imam Imam Tirmidhi. That's why, unfortunately, today, uh, just to conclude, as I mentioned, it's. It's a psychological barrier that has to be overcome. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove this psychological barrier. Uh, it's, a, it's a sense of pride in a sense, right, and that a person has to come of the high horse. Um, there are people who I've seen progress in this regard, where they couldn't say sorry, then they've actually learnt to say sorry. It still doesn't come very naturally for them. It comes in a kind of an awkward way, but at least you now know that they are making an effort right and they're developing in that regard they may be saying an awkward sorry now but actually is better than not saying sorry at all and just closing up and and uh, becoming defensive and uh, making excuses and just going round and round and round simple just say sorry end, end of story and i'm telling you just as being a counselor who've dealt with a number of these marital cases saying sorry works magic i'm not saying it's a it's the antidote to everything and it's like the the, the, the solution to everything, but it is a massive solution to many, many of the problems. Because when you hear uh, issues between people, it always started with something small and it escalated. If there were sorry, that was said at the beginning, and a genuine and sincere effort to change, then this would not have carried on. Because at the end of the day, generally, husband and wife, the idea is that they are there to live together. This is not a stranger on the street that cut you off uh, when you were driving. This is somebody that you're going to have to live with. The person on the street in the other car, you're never going to see them again. But here, it's somebody that you uh, have to uh, you have to live with. There are there are people who work in stores in uh, in business, and they're told that they are they they undergo training. And their training tells them the customer is always right. So whatever abuse the customer gives you, you have to just act nicely with them because at the end of the day, it's just going to be a bad reference for you and a bad reference for the company. So people are able to do this outside as, uh, 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 as, uh, as a role they play. But when it comes home, they can't do this. One must understand that this is just akhlaq. This is just akhlaq. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept these akhlaq for, uh, from us. May Allah improve our akhlaq and may Allah allow us to avoid conflict. That's why Anas Allahu anhu, there's a hadith that's related from him by Hakim and so on, and says that Rasulullah said, "Iyaka wa, kullu, wa, wa amrin minhu. Iyaka wa amrin minhu. That beware or stay away from every matter. Uh, For which you have to then make an excuse. So, for those who say that it doesn't matter, that's how I am, at the end of the day, you're not going according to what the Prophet wants us from us, which is that try to avoid these matters. If you do make a mistake, say sorry, but at least try to then, uh, you know, uh, try to enhance yourself, try to rectify yourself. That is very important. Anybody who feels that they are stagnant and they're never going to change and that's the way they want them to be, then they are basically. Struck themselves in their own foot and they've just stopped their growth, their spiritual growth. There's a few points that I want to make before we finish. Uh, One is uh, the benefits of it. I I forgot to mention the benefits of uh, apologizing, the benefit of making, uh, of uh, providing an excuse for something and apologizing. One is that uh, when you apologize to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, that this is specific with that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes your sins from you when you apologize to somebody else for a wrong That you've done because if, if it's an aggression of hukukul ibad if it's the rights of a person essentially when if you've Harmed somebody then clearly you have violated their rights Allah will not forgive you until they forgive you So that's why when you seek an apology from somebody else then Allah will forgive you so that way our, uh, our, our Sins are effaced so that's one of the benefits number two the person who you are seeking forgiveness from you are bringing their heart closer to you people love apology right and that's why people should not be harsh in accepting apologies even if they know the person may be you know wrong still saying an apology is very uh, very important very significant that's why they should accept that anyway uh, number 3 the other benefit is that s- apologizing to somebody will uh, cl- clear their heart will purify their heart and it will help to remove any uh, a- any bad feeling that's between them another one is uh, excuse uh, uh, making uh, sorry uh, apologizing to somebody apologizing to somebody will prevent a greater disaster a greater problem an escalation number 5 The benefit of the person who gives an apology and the benefit of the person who accepts an apology is that they would be given humility. That is a road to humility. It's basically uh, destroying the psychological barrier a person has. So that will also be of great benefit. And any person who tries to reconcile between others will... By apologizing because essentially what you're doing is by apologizing you are reconciling and reconciliation between people is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you will gain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so basically you're gaining reward you're purifying the hearts you're cleaning the air you're uh, averting greater disasters and above all you are also gaining the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's why this is a no brainer this is something that let us work on removing this psychological block that we have this psychological barrier that we have may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us in this regard wa da'wana Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, bless you. And if you're finding this useful, you know, um, uh, as they say, do that like button and subscribe button and forward it on to others. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh.